Welcome to another episode, mini episode, halfy, if you will, of Talking BS. Uh, we're, we're, what are we doing? Reviewing. Tell us what we're, we're doing. We're doing things. We're talking. We're reviewing a, a Ted Lasso, uh, right? And the new season two, as it keeps coming out each and every week, we'll be coming at you with our review of the weekly episode. Obviously, we missed the first week, so we're hitting you with a, a double dose today. But going forward, you uh, will get to hear from us each and every episode, our favorite quotes, our favorite one-liners, our favorite characters. We list a, a top five in this uh, first episode here to kick it off. Uh, we also give you a little bit of our of our insight, our positivity that we've experienced through the show. Yeah, that that about wraps it up. So you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Corey, Corey was just feeling it today. So, anyways, you guys can uh, as always check us out on our socials at talking underscore bs on Instagram, talking underscore b underscore s on Twitter. Uh, what's that one? Oh, the TikTok one with the kid with the, where the young people hang with the out kids. with the, <laughs> with, with the, the kid. kids, with the, the, with the, yeah, you'll find us, you know what to do. You're smart. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys enjoy this episode of talking BS. Well, hello, my friend. What up? We're back, and I have. Dude, it feels like it's been. It's a been year. a while. Been a little while. It feel. It's it felt weird because we were like, pretty. I don't. Not just consistent. It's just this was a rhythm. It's a rhythmic thing, for a long time, and then we took two weeks off, or like a week and yeah, a week and a half, much. really. And started right, right off on chime. And you know what? For the sake of today's episode, I poured a pint for myself. There you go. And it's a dark That's beer, and it's delicious. Shout out got a uh, pint. Jackalope Bear Walker. Um, it's my, my favorite beer in the world. So, Coors Light. It's water. It's, yes. All right. Ugh. So, to get us caught up, we have a lot of episodes coming up soon. We're very excited. A lot of guests. There's a lot of things that are happening in the world. There's a lot of topics we're, we want to talk about. But today's episode is all dedicated to our favorite, one of our, one of our, Top one of our most favorite TV shows. It's, yeah, it's got to be up there. It's, it's got to be. It's honestly, our, if it's not the favorite, it's yeah. pretty dang close. Our show very much embodies a lot of the characteristics of Mr. Ted Lasso and the, the, the Ted Lasso TV show. You know, not on not intentionally. I think it just like, I think I feel myself coming out through that TV show. I'm like, oh, this it's is so, me. It's, it's so fantastic. Positive. It's so positive. We're trying to be positive, trying to be that positive influence, and that's all Ted is, man. I mean, you know, I think you you used a story earlier uh, in an earlier pod where you were just trying to lasso somebody. Oh yeah, right. And I oh, that yeah. was that. I loved that. I thought it was <laughs> awesome. I absolutely loved it. No negativity here. All positivity. All good. All things. All things positive. So we're we're gonna talk <clears throat> primarily about the first and second episode of season two, but just to recap the whole vibe of season season one. Yes. He, he is just this Oak and like everybody around him, he, they're portraying the world. And it's like, you just assume that, that something bad's going to happen or someone's going to screw you over or someone's going to do the wrong thing. And everybody's kind of in this like selfish me first cheating, stealing, lying mentality. And Ted comes through and is just forgiving and selfless 
and thoughtful and caring and happy and positive and <laughs> all of the above. All the it's other like, good adjectives. Yeah. All the good adjectives. I mean, and it's just, and it doesn't falter. You can, t- I mean, they obviously, it, he wavers a little bit and he goes through his own, I love how they made him really human in the first season, going through his family issues and everything. It was just oh, yeah. hard. Um, that sucked you in. It made you root for him. I think he's he's still going through some like emotional growth, and I think we see that in the first two episodes yeah. of this one. Not to jump into that quite yet, but you know, I think I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done with Mister Lasso's growth. Well, so yeah, let's let's just jump into it. Well, so let's I think just do it. Our plan we we had talked about doing just like a running TV show thing. We had. Loki that we did a little episode on. We've talked about some documentaries here and there, but we really wanted to do like a live running, like post show review. So we did miss <laughs> episode one, but here we go. Here we go. We're going to do one and two today. And then we are going to try to put out an episode after every, uh, wow, it's going to be confusing. We're going to put out an episode after every episode of Ted Put Lasso. out a review there after we go. every episode? Sure, whatever. Uh, and, and that's in conjunction with our normal weekly Correct. You know, episodes and pods and topics and everything else. This is These will be short, right? 20, 30 minutes, nothing probably too crazy. Our thoughts, our general feelings... And uh, I'm like, I have some, I have some pretty strong feelings on yeah. how the second episode ended, and, we, and that's we'll get to that. But you know, yeah. So, Oof. so just to recap, where we left off, season one, we got we're closing out Jamie Tart over on Man City, heartbreak at the end, right? Oh, by the way, yeah. Spoiler alert: if you've not watched the show, you probably shouldn't listen to this. You should probably go watch it and then come back and listen. Just pay the money for Apple TV or whatever it is, it's just for this one show, absolutely worth, worth the money. You could watch yep. the show 10 times, back to back to back to back to back. I don't think you get tired of it. So Jamie Tart, you know, Rex, Rex uh, Richmond's uh, relegation hopes there at the end. They get knocked down. Ted is kind of on the rocks, obviously, with his, you know, with his family or with, the, with his wife, I guess. Um, yep. There's just... And the club. I mean, you know, he and thought he might get fired. He there thought he was going to get fired. He was going to go in and resign. He brought in his resignation letter and everything. Um, but it obviously ended, you know, on some positive notes as well. The little army man given to Jamie. Yep. Um, Which makes an th- appearance in episode two. Uh, yes, it does. So anyways, pick up episode one. What do you think? Oh, man. I, the first episode was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And, and I'm going to start it off just by ragging on you right off the gate. You oh. ready? Oh. So they started. You don't see them, right? And it's a show about football. Right? There you go. Hey. You know, hey. soccer. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Football. But it's, you know, they don't ever really, they don't go too deep into the game. So mm-hmm. for people like me who are like the casual fan or people, some people who don't know all the rules, all the different things, it's very easy to watch. But those people who are huge, like yourself, you know, football fans that, you know, really lived this stuff, it's, it's, it sucks you in, right? It, it's, it keeps you around the game. Correct. But they start off and they talk about how they have seven draws right off the bat. Dude. <laughs> first, first one in, they draw again. You see a couple clips from the game, which yep. we'll get to. All I think about when I'm seeing this is like, man, this is this is Nashville this is SC. Nashville this SC. Is all Nashville SC. <laughs> and we have a we have a game tonight that starts at 6:30. I'm very excited. But how many draws do you I, guys have? It's it's it, like seven it, or eight. It's it got to be like, up there. I felt personally attacked when I was watching the first episode. <laughs> I was like, 
well, damn, they just wrote this about us. That's not cool. <laughs> I was like, why do I feel personally attacked right now? Don't don't attack my team. We have more wins than zero, though. I think they what they say they're literally winless, but they have like eight literally draws. Winless. Eight draws, and right? Undefeated. Stay uh, positive. They're undefeated. Hey, God, and see the. So we went Stay through so much. We went through so much of this with Nashville SC. It was funny because like I've funny. heard all the same things. It's like, are you guys ever going to win? And it's like, yeah. Well, at least we're undefeated. And it's like, well, but you haven't won any. Kinda, <laughs> kinda. It's so, like uh, Katie's college that she played uh, soccer at and stuff. She uh, they had a football team like in like 1940. Right? They haven't had a football team since, and they just. And this is American football. Sorry, I know I said okay, both yeah. now, so let me... Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. and, and they just got a team back like, within the last two years. But for forever, they were selling T-shirts like out of their like you know uh, whatever store, campus store, and it just said undefeated in football since 1957 Dude, or something like that. that is clever you know, which as is, hell. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. If you don't play but, yeah. and you're undefeated, that's, that's funny. But if you're playing and you're undefeated and winless, that's not as funny. <laughs> See, and I think that that goes, you know, he makes the joke in season one about how uh, draws and ties yeah. are just not American at all. And I think yes. that kind of, that brings a little bit more out from us. Well, yeah. Can, so yeah, you know, obviously I'm watching this with Kimberly, as I'm sure you're watching this with Katie, because it's such a fan, it's a family show right now. Well, there are some well, moments that are family hey, show. an adult family. <laughs> it's a couple's show. There's yeah. a good balance, you know, it is still probably male driven, but there's some strong female characters. Anyway, very strong. Um, so we're watching it, and she did make that that comment at the beginning of the show. She was like, "This is kind of like a British show, but with Amer- it's like a it's a nice little blend." Now I don't know, I don't get exposed to a ton of British television. You know what I'm saying? So I don't no. know how uh, um, genuine that side of things is. I mean, I haven't even watched like the British Office. Like you know, like yeah. I haven't even done that. The slang is very, 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 very heavy, very heavy. Mm. So, but anyways, I do like the mixing of cultures. I like I like that kind of blend. And you're right casual soccer fan or non-soccer fan can still kind of relate to like the cultural things. And there's just so many, so many little nuances of the show that, that are just amazing. And it's fast. I love how fast the yep. jokes are like boom, boom, Dude, very like, quick, very the quick. little, little, <laughs> they're, they're just in and out. I wish I had, I should have made some examples, but some of Ted's back and forth with like Nate, the great or with coach beard, Oh my gosh, dude! Coach Beard's probably one of the most underrated characters. Like he is so so right. funny. All right, so I so I want to take a second to say this because we messed the I, we didn't mess this up. But last time we talked about Lasso, I was like Coach Beard. We don't know what his name is. That's whatever. We know Jason Sudeikis. Everyone knows Jason Sudeikis. Coach Beard's name is Brendan Hunt. I'm giving him a name because the give dude him, give him his due. The, I'm giving him his due because he's a co-writer of the show. And him and Sudeikis wrote it together, and it is amazing. So, can, not fair to him. I, right, after you give yeah. them their due, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to take it away. Are take, you ready? Take it they away. Missed out. Yeah, they missed out on one of the great uh, easiest jokes they could have had. They could have had such a good joke. The very first episode of season two, Earl, their dog, oh, unfortunate has an unfortunate oh. accident yes. with Danny Ross, and yes. and dies. He, the dog is the dog is killed. By a soccer ball. Football is life, oh, but football, football is also, also death. But also football is life. <laughs> and he comes back. He does. He, Danny Rojas <sighs> has a full arc just in episode one. But they, they, the Dixie Chick song, Earl Had to Die, could have been worked in yeah. there somehow, some way. They missed it. They missed it, 
And and I'm a little upset about it because I would have laughed not, hysterically. Not like playing the out. song, but that would have been a good because Jason because Ted Lasso that would be that would have been a song that his character would have known. Do you know what I'm saying, dude? He he gave like Roy Kent's like uh, will call stuff as all country artist names <laughs> that he leaves them under. You know, like Shania Twain, Carrie mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. I could have seen something for the, the Dixie Chicks. Like, I forgot just, about that. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yep. Who's your Who's your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? Favorite character. You have to pick one. Who is your favorite <clears throat> character in this show? I mean, it's it is difficult. Yeah, obvious one is like Ted Lasso. Obviously, I mean, he's like yes, but Roy Kent is got to be my Roy probably Kent. number two. Okay, let's. You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's start this, and we'll post it on you know, online. Let's like list it. our top five characters. Top to bottom from the show. I'm going, all right, so I'm going just reversal of you. I'm going to go 1A Roy, okay. 1B, 1B Ted. Okay. All right, so I'm right there with you. I do think Beard's underrated. I like Cam as a number three. Oh, I man. I really love me some Beard. Nate has some great one-liners. Nate the Great. I think he's five. I'm taking Keeley at four. Oh, dude, so Keeley's Keely up there for me, too. Keeley is amazing. Yes. Keeley is amazing. So I think that's that's probably my five, if I'm having to try to think about this on the fly. I mean, I'm going to go. You got Jamie up there, don't you? No. Ooh, or Sam. Dude, there's so many good ones. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. Roy and Ted are my favorites, obviously. Um, I'll do. I'll go Ted one, Roy two. You know what? Sleeper, sleeper. I'm not gonna put him three, but I'll put him like four or five. Higgins. Oh, dude, Higgins is Higgins a good. Higgins is really good. Higgins is a Higgins good. Higgins really good. Um, but see, like Higgins and Nate don't get as much. They don't get as much dialogue, so it's tough to like put them up there. But I love them to death. And Rebecca has got some good lines as well. What, Rebecca what, is what's, solid. what's black and white and red all over? A panda, if it ever ran into an effing lion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great. And I like her the more that Keely's kind of like opened up her character a yep. little bit, you know? So, but okay. So, Ted, Roy, Keely, mm. Beard, Higgins. I like it. That's I like hard, that. I like that though. List. That's hard. It's a, it's a, it's I, think, I think we're going to get some serious Jamie this season, which if that's a good segue, we can do that if you want to. Yep. But, I mean, um, yeah. Dude, that's that's how. So he makes a brief appearance at the end of episode one, right? But episode two is <laughs> is he is the, the theme behind the whole episode. Jamie he may not be in a lot of it, but he's he's the theme behind yes. all of episode two. Yes. Right? He, he would be on a romantic – on a uh, re, uh, oh, yeah. what am I talking about? What's the – Lust, romantic, uh, reality TV, reality TV show type stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's I, mm, I, I, that, (laughs) but and then Roy with the. How about we're going? I'm I'm going too far. I know it's all (laughs) getting too excited. We're very excited, but you're right. Roy watching that TV show with his yoga hysterical. (laughs) Hysterical. He's sitting there. He's like, "Could you pass me some more Chardonnay?" <laughs> or whatever it was, I like that Ro- accent. rose I like or rose. whatever. Yeah, it was rose. But oh I like my that. gosh! Uh, here, here's my honest opinion of episode one specifically. Here's my overarching theme. It was an emotional tie-in, right? It allows you to see the emotion of each and every character and their development from season one to season mm-hmm. two. Okay, and here, here's kind of what I mean by that. Like, if you look at Ted. Right, he's having to learn how to open up to outside help with Doctor Sharon. Right, Sharon, and have the Doc. therapist, and everything. Doc there, right? is here. We get a new character. Which, 
That's exciting. Which was one of the greatest lines in episode one was when he got asked how what he thinks of therapy, and he just responds with, ah, you know, general apprehension and a modest Midwestern, uh, what is it, skepticism? <laughs> skepticism. You know, like just just very, just nauseous. Yeah, you know. And then even when he's like, okay, well, maybe we should bring her in, he goes, mm, yeah, while shaking his head no. Like he just, you know, he can't commit to it. And he, he kind of opens up a little bit about that a little bit later as well. But it's just, it's perfect. Like, because... Just he's having to grow and learn to accept that outside help, right? Yeah. All right. We already hit about Roy a little bit. Roy and his sentimental development. Now hanging out with the yoga moms, drinking rose, being who he really wants to a be. A coach of a nine year old girl's soccer team. The coach. Uh, but all right. Now and I said, I told you I wanted him to be a coach in season two. I didn't think a nine year old girl's soccer either. team. I didn't either, but I absolutely love it. That's to me. That was the greatest joke from episode one. Was uh, the mom telling him after he gave the little girl's uh, uh, speech or whatever? Because you can't call them little pricks. They're being they're eight years old. Even if they are little pricks, you can't call them little pricks. Like I just I couldn't stop laughing. I thought that was hysterical. I thought it was straight hysterical. But you're seeing Roy develop that sentimental side, right? You're seeing Rebecca opening up and becoming more brave, right? She gives this whole speech about, you know, how you have to open yourself up and be brave to accept, you know, dating and somebody just annihilating you and being open and up into intimacy, right? And having all that stuff. Higgins, growing a little bit of balls, man. Yes. He's starting to get a little bit, you know, a little bit more authoritative, Yep. right? He really is, uh, He, you know. He does so, give some, away his office. Somewhat. He does give, I was going to say, he gives away the office, though. And then he's fumbling around with the pens all over the place. Yeah. Dude, but he also had one of the greatest jokes in episode two, where Ted's walking by him and goes, oh, hey, who's your friend here? Robert Plant? And he goes, oh, no. Well, yeah, here's my friend Jimmy. And he goes, what, Jimmy Paper? He, say? he says, Jimmy, Jimmy Paper? Paper? He's like, no, Jimmy Page. Ah, I've so missed it. <laughs> it was so good. Though. Jimmy was Page, great. I died. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page. Oh, I loved it. Dude, I loved it. Th- those reference, the, the references are unreal. Keep going. They are very, very clever. The, la- the last one that I really noticed um, is it's kind of Nate. Nate's almost going in a, in a Ooh, negative light. They're playing. He's going in, in a negative. They're playing light. into the Nate's power hungry, and he's forgotten where he's come from. Do you yep. smell lavender? It's like, whoa, easy there, Nate. <laughs> I do love when Dude. Ted in the last episode goes, why does it, why does it smell like my grand's house in here? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, hey Keith. Is there pineapple in this water? <laughs> what is this? Um, Keely, too. I don't, know, I don't know if you mentioned that, but she is like in her role now. And she's like, yeah. you know, she went beyond the whole, I'm, a, I'm famous for being almost famous. And now she's like, she works for the club. I love that, too. And like, so, yeah, it was very much a here we are now kind of thing. And we're also setting up some conflict, right? So like doc going to be conflict there with that. You can tell Ted, Ted is going to get lassoed by someone else. Someone else is going to use his own technique against him or not his own technique, but different techniques. He's there are some mind games and there's some, Oh, it's going to get very interesting. I'm loving that so far. Uh, they warmed up a little bit last episode. In season, in episode two, there was that kind of closing moment there where she was like, you can call me Doc. But she's playing the game, too, because I think she suggested her favorite book. And then he's going to go she think did. about that. I really think that's going to be a thing. But um, I think there is. I think there's going to be a callback there, uh, definitely. You, okay, the other one uh, that I didn't think about until right now, talking about episode two now, 
Jamie has actually come a long way in a person from his personal life. I mean, he never in all of season one, he was never stopping to sign autographs, take pictures with people, like do all this kind of stuff. He was very nice walking down the street, coach. Yeah. You know, he's like, Hey, you know, he didn't like fight him. You know, when, when Ted originally told him, no, we can't be on the team. Like, he, he just accepted it. And he actually stood up to his dad, it sounds like now in a very Jamie way to stand up to his dad. Yes. But he did. Yes. You know, like that's, He's, it's growth. Yeah, it's so much growth on all parts of all these people who have been around this positive person. It's and it's just, it's, it's, it's the infectious. It's the it's that sphere of influence. They've all been changed in a positive. For for I mean, obviously, I told Kimberly while we were watching. I'm like, I realize they have to create conflict for there to be a show and have resolution and stuff. That's how storytelling works. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyways, yeah. but. You can still see the positivity of of where these people started and, and where they are now, which is just awesome. So, do you think that because of all this positivity and like you know we're talking about the emotional arcs almost of all <clears> these <throat> characters, is Ted is 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 his positivity and just general outlook is it just too safe? Right? Do you think that's why he you know that's you know, kind of Doctor Sharon kind of mentions this right in the second episode? Like, well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sure, but a lot of people who would say eight draw, eight straight draws, it, yeah. is it really working? It's I probably did, broke. That was a great. That was a great line as well. Yeah, I mean, I think Ted is going to get. It would be. It wouldn't make sense to have another season where Ted's infectious positivity just affects everybody and it, it fixes the problem, right? So I think for him to be challenged. That made sense, you know? So yes, to your point, it would just be too easy. It would, you're right. It would be too safe to just have him be the same. I think he's going to be the same, but he's going he's gonna to grow too. He's got to, I guess. So I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing his interaction with Sam and the team after bringing Jamie back and not telling anybody. Are we ready to do this? I mean, I guess we're here. Man. So I'm loving the beginning of this episode. When obviously Jamie gets vulnerable, I thought that was a really good scene when he's at the bar, and yep. the Jamie we saw last season would have never done that. When he puts the little, what did he call the soldier? Ted. I can't. His name's Ted. Oh, Teddy. He goes, his name's Ted, but it's after Ted, uh, Ted Danson or something like yes. that. Like it was after yes. somebody not Ooh, also know, a he, good he, Ted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved that interaction. I at first thought that Ted would have been like, sure but let me smooth this over with the guys. I mean, it, he shut him down at first. I was like, ooh, okay, good move. And then the Sam interaction with him at practice and their, their little locker room talk. God, awesome. It was, it was Ted picturesque. The story it's about his Ted. dad and then just, you know, oh, man, that scene. And then he turns to the, to the left. Higgins knocks over the pins. He's like, hey, good job, coach. <laughs> Higgins, what are you doing in the lot in the weight room, dude? Um, but then I get I understand the connection to the next step of well, Sam reminded me about something about dad, like people who don't have dads or whatnot, or or somebody who doesn't have a, a, a positive good dad. A good dad. There you go. I'm sorry. Messed that up. But then he goes out there and he I, he invites Jamie out. And then doesn't tell Sam ahead of time? I mean, come on, That's man. what I couldn't I believe. I don't like, understand. How, how was there not a minor conversation? Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one 100%. Wild. And then he just looks off like, nope, I'm just going to ignore this. Yeah. I'm just going to stare to the abyss, thousand-yard stare. We're going to get through it. We're going to power through. Ted, you're like, a smart I, guy. Let's, after that initial interaction, like he should know better. Like If he's going to do right. it, okay, hey, listen, he's yeah. the coach. He has every right to do that. 
but you got to at least, you know, hey, I'm not asking you, but I'm going to let you know this is about to come. You're not going to like it. Yes. But this is what's about to happen. And this and is why. You can explain why. But. I think had he told him the reason that he told the guy, the coaches when they made the vote yep. or whatever, Sam would have been like, dogs. okay, coach, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't like this, but you're right. And he would have understood. And now there's more strife. And now it's like, you told me you weren't going to do this, and then you did it. I just didn't get it. I don't know. But I'm with you. I don't, I just, yeah, I don't think you can have that conversation. You know, it's an issue. It's early. You know, it's an issue. Early in the season, again, we've got to create some conflict, you know? So, speaking of conflict, I did love Roy's appearance on Sky Sports. The, the pundit role? The pundit role. Do you oh. do you think that's where he's gonna go ultimately? Like, I I think that might have just been a test to have him come out of his shell. I think I think all roads lead back to to AFC Richmond. They have to right. right? Like I want him in there some so capacity bad. right. I want him there. He's gonna end up being like the sideline reporter or something. Uh, well, or, you Ar- know, or like the primary. Yeah, like, game Ar- Arlo player, White. Right? Arlo White is like the announcer in real life for like NBC, I think. And then he is obviously in the show too. He's the guy on the side doing like, all right, AFC Richmond. He is the sideline guy. You know, he's like the uh, announcer or whatever. It would be interesting to see those two work back and forth. And he's just the color commentator and he's given the background. Um, I want him to go into apologize for literally everything. (laughs) (laughs) Also, did you know, did you recognize, which I'm sure you did, the other guy on the stage with him was the coach from the first season that Rebecca fired yep. for having his nuts hanging out of the bottom yep. of his shorts of his <laughs> shorts. Because that was the one that sent him like the uh, the white orchids, right? Because we fucking hated each other when we played. Now he's sending me my favorite flower. Oh, oh, that I don't think that that was an actual player in real life. I can't remember who that no, was. No, I I think, yeah, but I just I think it was the whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it matter. seeing him but it was funny. back on set was funny because he gets reamed in that first episode and we literally never see him again (laughs) and her by the way that was probably one of my favorite like conversations with rebecca is the dialogue of her just shred tearing him to shreds and him like not even seeing it coming (laughs) dude speaking about conversations with rebecca girl talk girl talk the the girl talk scene between her her keely to start and then her and ted and some of the rules of girl talk. Oh, yes. I think that was fantastic yes. and probably something every guy should uh, try to watch and understand because, you know, rule one of girl talk, oh. sometimes it's more like a girl listen. Yes. All right? So <laughs> you need to make sure you understand what's going on. You don't have to talk. You may have to be there to listen. Dude, that was funny. And then was that the same? That was a different conversation when he comes in and he's talking about therapy and they're talking about therapy together. Have you ever believed in therapy? Yeah. I don't know. Like, and then like... Okay, cool. And then there's like that awkward pause silence where they're both thinking in their minds like, I should talk to somebody. But they're like, okay, good talk. Okay, cool. Good talk. Bye. <laughs> Isn't that what you have friends for? Just so that they can yes. listen to all of your uh, yes. insecurities? Yes. Yep. So that you can yeah, off. Speaking of, you got anything you want to get off your chest? Nope. 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 All right, nope. All right cool. Bye. Okay. <laughs> um, this was one of the lines from the show. Howdy, y'all. What do you say to a cocktail, Coach Lasso? Oh, the same thing I'd say to Diane Sawyer if she ever asked me out on a date. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) So, Diane Sawyer tweets out, Dear Ted Lasso, I'm in. Your move. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm so glad you brought that up. I wanted to lead that. That being said, I wanted to lead into a talk about how this show uses social media 
and also how this show comes out once a week because we're in a binge-worthy society. We're in a just like, give me it all now. Like, old, uh, I mean, old Bo Burnham, you know? Anything and everything, yeah. all of the time, all of the content. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. I, mean, I want the whole thing. To that exact point, when we talked about doing this before the first episode came out, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And I thought that, I, I obviously didn't remember it correctly, I thought I was going to get like two or three, four maybe episodes right off the bat. And then we would get the weekly installments. I w- honestly was mad. I was like, "What? Hold on. Why is there only one? What's happening? Yeah. What do, what do I do now? Did you binge was, it the first oh. time through? No. Okay. But I binged it probably three times after it all came out. Gotcha. <laughs> A couple, yeah. Like we went for I can't remember if it was I think it was we were celebrating Christmas, but it was around New Year's back uh, home. Uh, right after the first one came out, and Katie and I had watched it all, but my brother and his wife had never seen it. Uh, and so we stayed up basically every night watching it and binge watching it. We've been, you know, all 10 episodes uh, within about two days uh, after everyone had gone to bed because obviously the little ones can't can't listen to some of that language. But there, it was, there's some I, stuff. I, I mean, it. Roy is tough and then there's some sexualness. By the way, I mean, Keely is <laughs> with, yeah. the, with the Roy crying video this last episode. Roy, it was okay. <laughs> so funny Happy. and weird. I like. Kinky's Please tell me, and- <laughs> what did you think she was watching? Dude, I was about to be furious because I'm like, if she's looking at freaking Jamie. Yup. If she's exactly what I thought. When she threw the That's phone, exactly when she threw the phone, I, and I was like cringing. I'm like, God, please no, don't do this. I was like, <laughs> no. Hey, no, no, we spent a whole season getting them together. Don't do this. <laughs> don't. Please no. <laughs> and then he uh, and then he pulls it up and it's him crying. I retiring great. or whatever. I was just oh, dude, my heart it. stopped for a second. I was like, don't freaking do thing. this to me. I look forward to this season. <laughs> don't do that. And you know what? They didn't do it. It was great. Nice little misdirection there. They had to, when they were cutting that, you knew that they knew. Like I know well, they knew was that they were gonna be like, oh, they're gonna right after because they just showed Jamie the the scene before yeah. where they he meets her and he's stalking her on the street and stuff. Chime, chime, chime time. So back to what I was saying about social media. So Ted Lasso runs a Twitter account, and I'm assuming this is Jason Sudeikis. It actually might be Coach Beard. They might share it. I don't know, but they live tweet throughout the week in between the episodes. As the, as Ted Lasso, as like there's an AFC Richmond news here that says unbelievable photo of lust conquers all star Jamie Tart and former coach Ted Lasso reunited. And it's the one where they're, it looks like they're sitting in, in the hand. hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so just the fact that yes, it is week to week, but they keep you engaged in ways that 2021 offers. Like Love it. they're interacting as if it's live, you know, he's like, uh, Ted Ted goes like five days ago. We've tied a few games lately, but Henry just reminded me. Henry, his son, just reminded me that a few ties can make you look ready for a promotion, and also future Marty from Back to the Future too. It's literally his son wearing a whole bunch of ties, neckties, hysterical. Which he gets texted that picture yes. in the show. Yes. So yeah, it's, yes. it's I love it. So it, I it's I it. just love how interactive it is, and you know what? good things come to those who wait. So yes, we have to wait six days with that anticipation. It honestly is great because it, I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to Friday every week. Disney's yep. doing it with all their releases. Now I kind of like that old school. Like I get to look forward to Friday. It's, it's a fun. Does it make you feel old though, that now we're looking forward to a show staying home and watching Corey, it as opposed to, where I, we am to old. I am old. I am old. I just refuse to acknowledge it. I just want to refuse to acknowledge uh, that fact. We, okay. I'll tell the story real fast. Very brief. 
sorry. We went to go try to go see Garth Brooks last night and lightning storm happened. It canceled, whatever got postponed, but we're getting ready. We're getting dressed. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is probably the night that everybody else is going to be wearing their boots and jeans and their nice little button down shirts. Everybody's going to get all dolled up. Like all the girls are with their makeup and the hair and all the stuff we threw on flat bottom, like vans. We both wore shorts. She put minimal makeup on. I was like, I I did wear like a button down, but it was like short sleeve shirt. We just, we, we went very, I was like, you know what? We're just very, uh, what was the word I used? We're practical. We're, we're, we're going to be practical. We're not old. We're just practical. That's it. That's all it is. That's, you know I'm like, that's saying? a good denial word. And you know, that's what, a good denial word. And you know what happened? <laughs> we straight up sweated. Like by the time we got into the stadium, covered in sweat. Like yep. I'm I, all over my face, my back, my, I'm everywhere. Just sweat. That's everywhere. called experience, sir. Not, not, not exactly. age. Experience. Experience. There you go. And, uh, and then the thunder rolled and the lightning <laughs> struck. Striked. I don't know. It doesn't really work for that. But we got drenched. And you know what? We were practical. And we were wearing the right clothes. And it was fantastic. Um, What were we even talking about before I got off Uh, on this tangent? Who knows? Ted Lasso Friday nights. Oh, yes. Are are we old? Are we old looking forward to shows? You know what? Yeah. Sure. Cool. I'll take it. (laughs) It's Ted Lasso. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Yes, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. I will watch it every Friday night. I will not miss a Friday night uh, release. I, I do. I do. Before we move on um, to like kind of closing thoughts or whatnot, I, I want to throw a shout out to like even the minor characters because we talked about that coach from the first episode. What yep. about the three guys at the bar and Miss May? Oh, dude, they're fantastic. And Miss May behind the bar. Miss May is hysterical. Like when Jamie she turns, she has the greatest yes. one-liners. When Jamie turned to May in this last episode and was like, "Hey, Miss May, can you tell those, you know, whatever, to stop staring at me or whatnot?" She, I'm thinking she's gonna say like, "F off, Jamie." She literally turns around and is like, "F off." I, I don't. I want to say what she says, <laughs> <laughs> "Piss off" or whatever. Um, uh, I just uh, some of some of the smaller characters like that. You mentioned Sam. Sam's got a little bit bigger of a role, and I think it seems like he may have an even bigger role this season. But, I think uh, he will. I think he's going to be one that we kind of develop and watch this this season uh, with how it goes. Denny Ross. Dude, all right, he had a big Donnie role. Ross. Ross. Dude, his whole arc was episode one, basically. Yeah. Like, all right, and this is what I'm so excited for for this whole season. Uh, and I mentioned it to you. Uh, if you watch the trailer before any of the uh, the episodes came out. Every scene, every scene from the trailers has already been shown between episodes one and two. I love it. All of them. Good. So there is no telling what's coming next. No idea. I don't even watch like, do they do what, what's coming next week? They don't do this. No, they, do they don't. Because I keep trying. I'm like, give me an Good. extra scene. I want one more scene. Well, we talked about trailers and previews in here. We've, done, we've already done that at one point. But it just don't show me the best fight scene before I watch the movie. I don't want to. You know, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's what it was. It's exactly <laughs> what it was. But same thing here. It's a 30-minute TV show. If you give me a two-minute preview of what's coming next next week, that's 4 3%, 2%. There's a percent. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a percentage of... <laughs> that is hard. It's a lot out of 30 minutes. Um, sorry, Mom, if you're listening. I probably can't. What's two out of 30? Uh, carry it's the four plus the 17... Pie million. Um, I just I'm kind of right there. Like if we're gonna, I can wait five more days or six more days, whatever it is. So, yep. Any storylines we've forgotten? 
Um, there is one shout out I did want to do. Okay. Because I, Bring I, it. I, I, I yeah. heard this and it made me think of some of our international guests. Okay. And some of our international listeners. In the first episode, uh, you know, I think he goes, he says something. Well, I didn't play poorly. Colin, you're the only one who played poorly. You know, and he goes, "It's okay, guys. Don't worry about him. Oh. He's just Dutch." He's <laughs> and I just he goes, "Not being rude. He's just Dutch." Just straight and to the I point. Lost it. <laughs> I I was like, "This is so hey. funny because we we literally were just having these yes. conversations." Yeah, I was I was dying. That that one line kind of get me. Uh, but what you got, man? What you got? Into and out, and then into uh, into next week. Um, I don't think so. I think we touched on everything that was kind of big. I'm, I'm really interested to see what do we do with Nate? Does, yep. how does Nate get dropped back? To, how do we bring Nate down a level? Are we going to get to see that little box with the face on it? And are we going to get another little hint into his personal life? That would be an interesting thing to see his backstory. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and then obviously Ted and the doc seems like a big one. And then um, Sam and Jamie, man. Sam and Jamie is a big one. And then obviously Roy and Keeley or yeah. Yep. And just seeing what they're doing. That's I feel like those are kind of the four biggest storylines. And obviously does Richmond, can they win? Because they're, they're skipping the whole idea that they're relegated right now. Cause they haven't really talked about that much. Like they have no, to win no. their, they well, have to win they, the they league to get it. back up. Right. So that I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. So they have to win the lead to get back up. They they mention it kind of at the beginning, and you kind of see that with like there's two microphones at his press conference instead of like the 800 that were in season oh, yeah. one. Gotcha. They talk about how you you know hey it's okay maybe not everybody saw it not every game is on TV you know like well you yes know, the internet but you know aside from that but you know, from so they, Premier they League references. so much more exposure. This is a very real real world. Also Trent Krim shout out Trent Krim the independent. <laughs> oh, I remember where you're from. I remember where you're from, Trent. <laughs> Dude. Oh man, he, he's an underrated character yes, too. He's, he's a great one. I, I love I love him asking the hard hitting questions. The uh, um, episode with him in season one was just outrageously good. Um, I loved all right, it. but you're right. I love. And it. so we've kind of gotten away from that because we're kind of losing. I do feel as if there will be a, a winning streak coming up. Right? There's got to be right. There has to. Be. Or maybe there's a losing streak first. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited. Does Rebecca's does Rebecca's ex come back around at some point? Because he played a pretty good villain, man. I, he was he was he was fun to hate, you know. He was indeed. So I don't know how he can come back though and try to grab it, but we'll see. Yeah, we know. we're not we're not writers. I don't know? know, but Mr. Brendan Hunt is. I'm 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 trying to give him his due because we totally. To I feel him. I feel disres- I feel like I disrespected him like when we talked about Ted Lasso a couple months ago. So, anyways, man, I'm just I'm just excited. I'm, I'm excited. I am ecstatic and cannot wait until Friday night. You, I just, I had a smile on my face the whole time watching both of those episodes. I'm laughing. Yep. I'm like pausing, rewinding. I almost just turned it back. I almost just like when it ended, I almost just started over and played it again. So, um, I did. I, I listened to it a second time while I was grouting a bathroom. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, if there was a time that you needed to be picked up. Grouting a bathroom, that sounds pretty good. I hated every minute of that, so I needed something. That's awesome. needed that positivity in my life. (laughs) All right, well, um, signing off here, talking BS, um, check in next week for another Ted Lasso review, episode three. Anything to close, Corey? Uh, I mean, I usually give my little rants, but I'll tell you what. 
I'll, I'll, I'll end it on a note of positivity. This is how I'll end these, all right? We'll, 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 we're breaking these up as we go. Okay. I'll end this one uh, a positivity. The best positive quote from each episode is how I will end our review, all right? Okay. Now, I don't have one off the top of my head for, for this one. Okay. So well, I'm going to circle back to one that I know. That's a huge, huge letdown then. That's bad. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to give you a quote that's positive, Bring but it. it's Let's from season go. one. It's not from the first two. <laughs> All right, it, it's taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse. If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it you're wrong. Probably doing it wrong. I knew that. that's great, dude. There you go. 